Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me again here on the Exploring the Midwest broadcast. For those of you who are listening to the podcast, the Exploring the Midwest broadcast is recorded live, <clears throat> pardon me, live on YouTube at 12.10 p.m. Central Time every Wednesday. So you can join us live, ask questions, and chat with other viewers. Today, my guest is Amy Howell. And Amy is the Director of Communications for Visit Indiana. Hi, Amy, how are you today? I'm good, thanks for having me, Jody. Love your hat. Thank you, I, I thought I should have some kind of swag to show everyone <laughs> where I'm from. And for those of you who are in the chat, I want you to say hello to Lori Leroy. Lori is um, helping us out by moderating today, and she is a family travel blogger at Maps, Memories, and Motherhood, and she is a proud Hoosier. So, um, and, and that's a question I'm going to have for you in just a minute. <laughs> now, Indiana is on the far eastern side of the Midwest. So it is one of the states that is in both the Eastern and the Central time zones, which can get a little bit confusing when you drive in. Um, I was late actually for the beginning of a writer's retreat because I forgot to check if the if it was in the Central or the Eastern time zone. So I was about 45 minutes late, which horrified me because I am usually a very punctual person. Um, so that's something that people might not really realize about Indiana. Um, what other misconceptions or things are there that people might not know about the state? Well, Jody, I will tell you that back in the day, there was a slogan for an attraction um, that said there's only corn in Indiana, which we do produce a lot of corn. Um, but we are so much more than that and i'll tell you the corn actually leads to um great agritourism destinations so we are proud of that as well um so we're not um dissing that but um everybody just thinks we're cornfields we're flat which is so off the mark because um as you mentioned the time zones if you go up to northwestern indiana which is there's i think six counties in the central time zone um it's so it's the South Shore of Chicago and Lake Michigan. So we have we are on Lake Michigan. People do not realize that we are on a Great Lake. So Great Lakes up north, um, lots of fun summer activities. The Indiana Dunes National Park um, is a top destination. And you know, you drive south of there, you get urban and suburban um the capital city of indianapolis great um has everything that an urban city would offer and if you keep driving south you get to the rolling hills of indiana which is fantastic for hiking biking any kind of outdoor activity um and we go all the way down to the ohio river so our topography is ranges from hills to lakes to rivers to um, our forests are great. So um, I think that is probably the biggest misconception that there's nothing to do. But with all of that, there, I believe there's something for everyone. <laughs> Most definitely. And before we dig into that, I, I do have a question. Um, and it's probably something that people ask a lot. What's a Hoosier? 
Well, um, that has been asked a lot. Um, and, you know, it's been traced back to um, the Anglo-Saxon word who, meaning high or hill. Um, but honestly, nobody can really say what it truly is, but it is the definition of a native or just somebody from Indiana. So it's a term that came from like the, I think it was like the 1840s, somewhere in the 1800s. Um, and so it's just a resident of Indiana. Well, it's probably easier to say than Indianaans. Yes, so we are Hoosiers. That is the state nickname, we're a Hoosier. Excellent. So you've mentioned so many really great places that are in Indiana. If you have people who are maybe coming into Indiana and are looking for a getaway that they might not find in another Midwest state or maybe your, you know, Indiana greatest hits, where would you recommend they consider vacationing? Yeah. So, um, you know, we, the variety is what I, I like to say um, that Indiana offers. Um, everything from the Indiana Dunes National Park that I mentioned, um, our Indianapolis, our capital city. Um, in Southern Indiana, you know, French Lick Resort, um, two beautiful, grand, luxurious hotels um, that is just luxurious spa treatments, casino, world-class golf, um, horseback riding, and more. The resort community there is definitely something to see. Um, and, you know, from the Hoosier State, we are known for um, the greatest spectacle in racing, the Indy 500. You know, that happens once a year, you know, visit the famed Oval. But as a Hoosier, we are also known for basketball. We're getting ready to host um, March Madness. Um, in our state, um, Division One, Two, and Three. What's that? That was just announced, wasn't it? It was, and so we've been doing a lot of planning for that. That is incredible. So you have cities. You have, like you said, this beautiful lakeshore that most people don't realize. I mean, you're you're talking beautiful, almost ocean sunsets when you're there. Absolutely. And, and river, um, our, our charming river towns on the Ohio River, um, definitely great for boating activities. Um, and southern Indiana is a perfect spot for leaf peeping if you just want to enjoy um, the rural part of Indiana. And be, when you think about the rural part of Indiana, obviously you mentioned corn, but you have such beautiful little communities. Um, I think the one that pops to my mind initially is right outside of Indianapolis, you have um, Hendricks County. And the the small communities there just have that, that great almost throwback feel. Mm -hmm. And they have festivals like all the time. You guys have so many festivals. Yeah, we have over um, a thousand festivals in the state. So um, definitely, you know, pick one and go. The most known is in the rural area of um, um, Park County, the, the Cover Bridge Festival, 31 covered bridges um, to see um, 12 days in October that you can experience that. Um, and yeah, the communities are great. In Hendricks County, you were talking about um, downtown Danville. Um, I love it. Going to the square, um, local eateries, local artisan shops, um, 
I always get at least one Christmas present um, from Hendricks County because the shops are so cool. Um, you know, I was just a little um, imprinted little necklace um, from a local maker um, and definitely affordable. <laughs> I, you know, I actually have a necklace that I got in Hendricks County from, and it might be the same local maker, but it's, it's actually the state, an outline of the state of Iowa. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it just, it's just so it's just perfect it's just it's so petite and so well made and yeah the shops the shops there are just fabulous and the food is incredible and the welcome i mean the the welcome you get in indiana it's kind of that midwest nice i think um but just everybody's so friendly that that's Hoosier hospitality at its best. That's what we call it. Um, we do um, pride ourselves on being a welcoming state um, and welcoming to all, all inclusive. Um, any you know diversity that's out there, we we welcome you with open arms to come to any of our locations. Now, people might not think about Amish culture in Indiana. I know Pennsylvania is very well known for it. Ohio is very well known for it, but. Indiana has some some nice Amish places to visit where, uh, you know, just kind of relaxed and you you just kind of go. <sighs> yeah, I mean, it might be a, a slower pace in um, our northern um, Indiana Amish culture. There's something southern as well. It's uh, more prevalent in the northern Indiana. Um, and, but the Amish communities, they welcome tourists. Um, however, um, most things. Um, Closed Sundays and Mondays, just so you know, but, um, you know, delicious food from the Amish. Um, I had a, I went to a woman's home where she did a cinnamon um, roll baking class from scratch, which was fantastic. Oh. Yes. Um, so the bakeries there are to die for. Um, homemade noodles. Oh, so good. Um, but just their craftsmanship um, of the Amish furniture. Um so, you know, if you definitely want like outdoor furniture for your patio or whatever, um, definitely Amish country. Uh, the Shipshawana trading place um, in the summers, you can just find vendor after vendor of um, local crafts. Um, quilting is very big in the Amish community. Um, beautiful throw blankets, um, but just a relaxed pace. You will see the horses and, and the buggies, um, but you know, sometimes it's just a breath of fresh air that you need. And talking about breath of fresh air, you have the state parks in Indiana. I mean, you have caves and you have like these beautiful, almost mystical river valleys. And I mean, just seriously, almost anything, you, there's horseback riding and biking and lakes and fishing and just so many outdoor activities. Yeah, we actually, um, there's so many properties um, within our state parks. There's 32 state parks um, and recreation areas, and that doesn't even include like the nature preserves and things like that. Um, hundreds of miles of trails for hiking, biking, horseback riding. Um, and then, you know, don't forget about our lakes for boating and fishing. And, you know, we, are, we have campsites and cabins. There's seven state park inns. So you can you can stay on site. Um, one has a pool, um, a big pool play area. Um, I don't want to call it a water park, but it, it is a small version of a water park. 
Um, and then in the, in the winter, the toboggan run at Pokagon um, is definitely, it's the Midwest's only refrigerated toboggan ride. It goes 40 miles per hour down a hill. It's four people can fit on it at once. It's so great. Um, but, you know, if you're looking for the historical aspect too, you know, at Pokagon, you, you can learn about um, the Indian culture. Indiana means land of Indians, and you can learn about that. Or you can go to southern Indiana, and you can get, um, you can walk in the steps of Abe Lincoln. Um, he grew up in southern Indiana um, from age seven. And it's, so you can learn more about, you know, the 16th pres president um, inside that, which there's a, a Lincoln Amphitheater, a 1500 seat amphitheater that does shows in the summer there as well. So um, for, we have a cave trail of four, everything from um, boat rides to a deep darkness adventure. And now there's a new back coaster outside of one. Um, so whatever your adventure is, I'm going to keep repeating myself saying that whatever your adventure is, then, you know, you can find it here. So talking about adventures, um, I know that this just opened, but because of so many people not traveling and not getting out in 2020, this is kind of a brand new experience. And it's one that made me a little bit giddy uh, because I grew up watching Bob Ross. You know, there there are no no what mistakes, just happy little accidents and his fluffy little clouds and his happy little trees. Yeah. And that is um, is in Indiana, the Bob Ross experience. Can you tell me more about that? It, it just it makes me giddy. Yeah. Well, Bob Ross actually um, taped his show, The Joy of Painting, in Muncie, Indiana, um, for all of those years. And so it's in a historic home on the Minnetrista Cultural Campus. Um, it opened um, just in October. Um, and you actually, they've recreated his former studio um, and they work with uh, the Bob Ross Foundation and his family. Um, and so they have like, they have his palette, they have his brushes uh, on display. I mean, and, you know, and it's just a very small studio room because back in the day, studios were small, um, but they have it laid out just as how with the camera and everything where Bob was painting him and a camera person, you know, making mistakes, happy little accidents, you know, um, but they've expanded that. Um, and they actually give you like the um, 1980s living room um, with Bob Ross on the TV and is in a separate room. They have several of his artworks. Um, and then they do um, interactive events where they have painting classes. There's a, there's a group of Bob Ross, in, 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 um, I, I'm not, I forget what they're called, but there's a group of Bob Ross um, artists that actually recreate his works. Um, their works are on display, they come, and then they also have other artists. Um, so you can try your hand at painting and maybe, maybe you're not good at it, but you can definitely give it a whirl from an expert. I tell you, that is, I think, topping my list of things to do in the Midwest this year. But I know Indiana has some other things that are opening this year or happening this year. Can you tell people a little bit more about what they could expect and what they might want to keep their eyes out for if they're planning an Indiana vacation? 
Yeah, so um, in our capital city, um, we have world-class museums and most famously known is the Children's Museum. Um, and so they are, one of their exhibits this year that opens in September is uh, Malala's World. Um, and it's within the power of children. Um, and so they are, this Pakistani activist, um, she was for female education, um, the youngest person ever to be awarded a Nobel Prize. Um, so, you know, um, talk about a trailblazer. Definitely, um, you can learn all about Malala at the Children's Museum in Indianapolis. So not just for kids, um, adults as well, but all, that's in September. But in June um, at Newfields, um, on the fourth floor of the Indianapolis um, Museum of Art, um, they are going to have the largest exhibit in their history. And it is uh, an immersive experience um, and it's called The Loom. Um, so the first is of, um, oh, now I totally lost his name. Um, Van Gogh, Vincent Van Gogh. I lost his first name, Vincent Van Gogh. Um, so all of his artwork. So it's going to be like the entire fourth floor of all of his great art showcase floor to ceiling in this 30,000 foot gallery space. So definitely something exciting there. So um, and if you need a place to stay um, in an old Coke bottling plant um, in our artsy hipster mass ave area that has tons of food and whatnot um is the bottle works hotel um and i have only seen pictures of it but i did have um a writer go stay there and say that it was definitely um a great boutique hotel um and great transformation of this old bottle works into a hotel um also has a movie theater and a bowling alley with it too. So plenty of things to do. Fun. And speaking of hotels, there is a new one opening in Fort Wayne this year. Yeah. So if you didn't know, um, Vera Bradley, um, she does um, the like the Paisley pattern backpacks and bags and purses and luggage and all of that. So she, the founder of Vera Bradley is actually from hotel or from Fort Wayne. And she is opening um, a boutique hotel in Fort Wayne in April. Um, so it's going to have 124 rooms. Um, I believe it's five stories. Um, they say that it'll be um, a, bo a boutique hotel like you've seen it. You might spot a few patterns of hers, but it's not going to be all decked out in <laughs> her patterns. Um, but it will open just in time for the Vera Bradley annual outlet sale. Um, and it's not far from uh, the growing riverfront in Fort Wayne. Um, so definitely a place to check out. Fort Wayne is one of my favorites in in um, Indiana. And that's because I am such a history nerd and the genealogical yes. museum or the genealogical library there is what the second largest in the world. I think second to Utah. Second to Utah. Yeah. I mean, the only one that like the, the national archives, yes. Yes. Um, but it's the second largest one that the public can easily go into. Correct. And it's amazing. And then you have, you know, all the other fun. The children's zoo in in Fort Wayne is so, so good. So it's such a great, great city. 
it's science science central there and like i said the new riverfront um area and of course uh lori she she reminded me about the zoo um definitely um the kangaroos there are my favorite um so plenty of family fun um there or 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 couples if you want and you know going from city to smaller town we would be really remiss especially because i know that uh, uh santa claus indiana is here and watching but we do need to mention that this is the 75th year anniversary for holiday world absolutely so get your adventure fix or get your um santa claus holiday shopping done whatever way you want to look at it um so the town of santa claus um great little town that you know the the shops there for for candy for ornaments for gifts so great um but then you have um a world-class amusement park in holiday world and splash and safari so yeah they're turning 75 this year um they opened the with when they very first opened or not when they were not so many years ago they had the world's first uh launched um water coaster um that just opened the cheetah chase um two big racers that's gone down unfortunately i haven't gotten to try that but they have the only um open air winged coaster and melissa can feel free to chime in in the chat um because i'm probably missing something but you know um the great thing is they always win awards for their cleanliness mm -hmm. um and it's something that i appreciate uh, you you get free soft drinks free parking free um sunscreen um and you get both parks for the price of one um it has been a family favorite of ours for years and i'm sad to say that this year because of circumstances was the first time i didn't get to go in six years and you know we were there last christmas and i have two teenage girls who you know when they hit a certain age they're just too cool for anything but visiting santa claus kind of brought that much needed christmas spirit in 2019 um you know they just they were almost giddy again like little kids and we met so many people who were telling us that they go every year. It's a family tradition. We roasted chestnuts over an open fire. It was like, it was the best experience. Yeah, so they, the, the campgrounds there, you know, so so affordable, so nice. Um, one we stayed at a few years ago, you know, had the pool, and the and the other one um, didn't. But it just depends on whatever you want. But it's just it's very peaceful and relaxing. And you you drive a couple of down miles down the road, and there you are at this amazing amusement park. Um, and so for the littles there, you know, they have they have. Um, little rides in the santa claus land but then you know you get over to like thanksgiving because it's a theme park mm -hmm. you get over to thanksgiving or you get over to um halloween and they have these big rides for kids your 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 kids age jody so i mean it really is so much fun for everyone now we have a really active chat today so thank you everybody who has chimed in we're going to go through that a little bit um lori our wonderful moderator has said her favorite places in indiana are the indiana dunes and the children's museum of indianapolis and you hear so much about the children's museum it wins awards like all the time 
Yeah, big time awards. And and I think that's due to the fact that they're very interactive. And then I think it's also the fact that it's not just for kids. Um, and because when they opened the outdoor sports part of the Children's Museum, I mean, you would see adults and kids, you know, playing basketball like Larry Bird or getting in the race car um, like you're driving at the Indy 500. And so it's, yes, it's interactive. Um, and it kind of brings out the inner kid and adults. So nice. Um, Country Pilgrim says that he has loved his time in Indiana. Congratulations about March Madness, and he loves hearing about the trails and parks. Um, Santa Claus in Indiana, so that'd be Melissa probably, wants to uh, just clarify that Abraham Lincoln spent 14 years in southern Indiana. And Cornfields in High Heels says Brown County State Park. They visited the last last weekend. Um, the lodge has a mini water park, um, but the pool and Lazy River right now are open to visitors, but the slide is closed. Um, and she said Spring Mill State Park has an indoor-outdoor heated pool that is open all year with a beautiful view overlooking the park. So some really great tips if you are watching this and you just want to swing over and scroll through the chat. We've had some great conversation over there today. And Amy, you have shared so many great tips and um, and attractions for Indiana. It makes me excited to visit. Like I said, I, the Bob Ross Museum is high on my list this year. And uh, I'm thinking that uh, Vera, Vera Bradley outlet sale might be uh, might be calling to me as well. There you go. Plenty more tips. I appreciate you having uh, me, um, you know, always go to visit Indiana.com for more um, ideas uh, to visit Indiana and more things to experience. And can they get a visitor guide there as well? Can they order one of those or? Oh, yeah, you can order brochures, you know, what, whatever you need. And I know some some of those folks on the chat are media. There's a specific media page now. So um, we're, we're ready to welcome you with our Hoosier hospitality. So when you're ready to travel this summer, think about Visit Indiana and uh, take a look at everything they offer. Amy, thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. Sure, thank you for having me. Thanks everyone for watching. Bye.